Packers pod next week. Don't miss it. We're featuring our first guests to appear on the pod. Cole Rains and Robert Kovac, the cross-country boys, coming to Greenville, South Carolina for New Year's Eve. All three of us are going to break down the playoff matchups as well as give our bold predictions for the Super Bowl. And now, without further ado, highlighting the NFC North champion, Green Bay Packers, and their win against the Minnesota Vikings, Week 16, coming up. Aaron, again, it may not have been pretty at times, but at what point is winning ugly beautiful? Winning is always beautiful. And defense wins NFC North championships. Yeah, you told us before this game that this team really has defensive juice. They showed it tonight. Just what did you think about your, where your defense played? Well, they kept us in it. You know, after the fumble on the first possession, held them to three. You know, we had three turnovers, and I think only, they only gave up, what, 10 off of those? That's pretty impressive. Big pick by Kev there in the return to set us up, and you know, we put something together there in the second half. The Vikings had just seven first downs. Darius Smith had three and a half sacks. Just what kind of juice does he bring just by himself? A lot of juice. we got to get him to stop running down the field after <laughs> a sack, though. But that's the energy that he has and brings to the locker room. He's a, he's a great teammate, hell of a player. Our defense really dominated tonight. Big picture, though. You've now won the division, but you were telling us that the difference between being in the playoffs and being a team that can really make a run, you just need a tick more efficiency on the offense. How close are you, and how do you get there, Aaron? Well, I think the run game was excellent tonight. We ran for 180 yards or so. Aaron was fantastic. You know, we got to find a way to win. They all count the same if you win. So, good one for us. Rest up this week. You know, a chance to play for something even bigger next week and, and make people have to come to Green Bay. Thanks. Good luck the rest of the way, and Merry Thanks. Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Packers pod. Merry Christmas. Uh, safe travels out there, everybody. I got into a fender bender this afternoon, actually. So if you're listening to this while you're driving, just be sure you're not distracted. Um, it's just just definitely a time of year of travel. So be careful and take care of your family and, and appreciate the important things and appreciate Packers wins. Um, I actually enjoyed last night's game, and it was tough because the first half as I'm watching, like Aaron said, there's three turnovers. And with each turnover, I'm watching with my girlfriend, who's a Bears fan, and she had just given me some Packers gifts for Christmas. So I was happy for her to, to find the spirit in herself to purchase some green and gold items. I, in fact, bought her some Bears socks, so that's okay. But I'm watching with her, and I'm trying to have good spirits. You know, I see the Aaron Jones fumble, and I'm like, okay, it could be worse, you know. They only got three points, you know, barely any time came off the clock. Okay. And then it was the interception, the Rodgers interception to start the second quarter. And I'm like, all right, that was stupid. You know, Aaron never throws those. And I'm going, it's on the 25. And then Cousins connects with Diggs, and they go up. They make it 10, 10 to 3 at that point. So I'm like, okay, you know, we're, we're not looking good. We're giving them points. You know, defense has stopped them except on the two drives where they started on their 10 and on the 25-yard line. 
And by the third turnover, the Devontae fumble, I was just – I was irritated. I mean, I was like, I am one, I am one more away from just blowing a fuse. I am about to blow a fuse. And then Jimmy Graham, you know, he had a fumble. He caught it, and he's going to his left side, and he's got the ball in his right hand, and they just swipe at it, and it falls out. And I'm like – I mean, I literally – I about blew a fuse – and Geronimo Allison scoops it, and I'm like, okay, we're we're good, but gosh, this team's making me mad. And then the second half, they played good enough to win, and we're gonna talk about it. There's another sound clip that I want to play for you that we're gonna talk about. Uh, but basically, it's just the theme of it is the theme of winning ugly. It's the theme of this is a different team. Uh, but let me play what Aaron said in his press conference right here. There's a lot of emphasis on looking pretty or, you know, dominating in a way that uh, befits your uh, explanation. But, um, yeah, that tonight was was a really good performance for us. We had good balance. We ran the ball well. We just turned it over three times. Um, but it doesn't matter how we get it done as long as we, as long as we get it done. Now, we need to, you know, in games where our defense isn't as locked down as they are, we got to keep finding ways to put points on the board. But... Um, Good thing is the mistakes really on our, our side, you know, things that we just uh, haven't done at times. And there's going to be a time where we need to make those plays, and I expect to. It's a different team. It's a different team than the Packers we were used to seeing, like the last era of the Green Bay Packers. Really, you look at a decade ago, 2009, 2010, 2011, I think it featured the best receiving core in Packers history. We had Donald Driver and Greg Jennings, James Jones, Jordy Nelson. Eventually, we added Randall Cobb to that mix. And that was a team that went 15-1 and and won pretty all year just to fall flat on their face and have eight drops against the New York Giants in the playoffs. So I've seen the other side of this, of looking really pretty all year just to look ugly in the playoffs. And maybe this is a flip of the script, is we don't have a, a crazy pass game like we did. We have a stingy defense that the first four weeks of the season we're holding, opponent, we're holding opponents down, getting pass rush, getting turnovers. And here we are at the end of the season, and we're starting to do what we did at the beginning defensively. On offense, we have Aaron Jones, who – is arguably this season a top three running back this season. Now, I don't know. I wouldn't say he's all pro. He didn't make the Pro Bowl, probably deserves it. I mean, there's there's some things that are wrong with the Pro Bowl anyways. I actually like Pat McAfee's take, uh, if you listen to that podcast. He has a really good take on the Pro Bowl in general. But Jamal Williams and the past game where people have been criticizing Aaron – or criticizing LaFleur. We talked about how all season, you know, he's learning a new system. But I think the pieces aren't there. I think you have Devontae Adams, who, again, he had turf toe a portion of the year. And kind of who's the next guy? Is it Geronimo Allison? Alan Lazard's a rookie. Um, we have two receivers who are hurt, Equinamus St. Brown, and the other one that I love, his name, um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling was hurt for a little bit of time 
and now he's back. So it's just kind of, is it going to come together? We don't really have a tight end. You know, Jimmy Graham is upsetting. But do we need a pass game? I think that's a question is when you look at all the pieces we have, what's going to win football games? Right now, we're probably better off to run more than we pass the ball. We're better off handing the ball to Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and chewing up clock, having long drives, quick throws to put us in a position to just get points and then let our defense tee off, you know, just just get have long drives to rest our defense and let our defense be the high flyers and make the big plays. I don't know. I mean, part of it is the frustrations that I had in the first half were based on us giving the ball to Minnesota. And towards the end of the game, it was, wow, Minnesota really hasn't had any offense on us. Like, they may have had a handful of plays, like literally like five plays that I was like, oh, that worked. Um, One that should have worked was their Philly-Philly try. That actually came after their third turnover. Um, When Devontae Adams fumbled it, with like four minutes in the half, uh, they tried the reverse pass. You know, uh, it was a Stefan Diggs wide receiver reverse, and Diggs just overthrew Kirk. He had Kirk wide open, and he just had to lob it, and he overthrew him. So, I mean, we caught some breaks, which has been a theme this year. And even at the end of the game, I mean, we, we were pulling away with this thing. You know, we had Aaron Jones finally, it opened up for him. Again, offensive line, pat them on the back. They're awesome, all of them, just as a group. But Aaron Jones had two pretty explosive runs for touchdowns. We're up 23-10. And then there's a play that looked like Minnesota was going to score a touchdown just over the three-minute mark. And there's a holding penalty on Minnesota. So, again, we, we get, you know, not that it wasn't a hold, but we get calls in our favor it just felt like that all year. We just had calls in our favor. We've had things go our way. We talk about winning ugly, but at the same time, is, is this a formula for winning? We're winning games. We figure out ways to win. And it's interesting because with Matt LaFleur as the coach, I mean, my expectations still aren't high. I talked about last week in the pod how, I mean, a lot of Packers, Packers fans feel this way. We have to have home field. We have to have – if we have the first seed, that makes a huge difference. And if we have the second seed, that may be a formula for just losing on the road in the playoffs if we have to play the number one seed, which would be San Fran. Or it could be New Orleans. Or it could be Seattle. <laughs> There's like a bunch of different scenarios. And I, I don't think we need to get into any of them. Basically, all we need to know is – that if the Packers win against Detroit, they're at least the two seed. And then if Seattle somehow beats San Francisco, well, not somehow, they could beat San Francisco, and um, we would be the number one, and we would play in Lambeau. But there's just a lot of questions about this team. How good are they really? And it's been hard for me. I, I still don't know if I'm in. I like... Like, watching last night, I was excited we won, but I wasn't necessarily happy. But, you know, again, it's that question of, I remember in 2011, 
being happy all season, except when we fell flat on our face against Kyle Orton and the Chiefs and ruined a perfect season and then losing to the Giants and how 15 times of feeling on top of the world doesn't equate to feeling terrible for like years. I mean, I'm still mourning that playoff loss. It's like we should have won that game, you know. So maybe this winning ugly thing, we're winning games, we're putting ourselves in position, and we have Aaron Rodgers who hasn't played tremendous all year, but we know who he is. We know what he's capable of. And especially if he's able to run that offense in Lambeau. You know, the volume, I I think that's a big piece, is just Aaron, you know, us not be able to really do tempo. We can't do tempo on the road because it's just too loud. I mean, in Minnesota last night, we're just trying to get the play in. We're trying to make adjustments. And for Aaron to be able to have Lambeau Field, to have, you know, quiet offenses at work, and him to make those adjustments, I think we're going to see – better Aaron Rodgers, but he played well last night. I'm surprised Kirk played as awful as he did. Granted, they didn't have Dalvin Cook. They didn't have Alexander Madison, which I think that was just as big a story. All we heard of was they don't have Dalvin Cook, but they were without Alexander Madison, who's really their two guy and is able to do some things. Um, He's kind of the Aaron Jones of their team. He's just been limited touches. Um, I'd like to see him go to another team because I think he's going to be successful. I want him to be out of the north. But both those guys were out, and Boone, just he just didn't have enough. I'm sure he's a good back, but he didn't have enough. And it's just telling for me that Kirk, you know, Kirk Cousins, take Dalvin Cook out of the picture, what are you going to do? You know, that, and that's, that's the thing about Kirk. And I voted him into the Pro Bowl this year. He didn't get in. I voted for him because I think he had a good year, but he did have the best running back besides Christian McCaffrey this year. So sorry if I've been a little scatterbrained. I've been going off script today, um, just trying to not get too lost in the weeds, as my buddy Josh says, sometimes with the play-by-play. One of the things I wanted to highlight was the Packers, again, after this Philly-Philly try, by the Vikings that they didn't get. Um, We get the ball back before the half. And this reminded me of, this may be a stretch, but it reminded me, like if I squinted my eyes and I was like, this reminds me of something in Packers history. It reminded me of the Aaron Rodgers drive against Dallas in week five. It was the year he got hurt. 2017 and it was the week before Anthony Barr took him down and they were in Dallas you can rewatch it if you want to I mean, it's really it's a fun game to watch um but we're down three and we have the ball with like a minute 10 or maybe a minute 20 the sun's in his eyes you know we're in Dallas and the sun's shining through that glass and and Aaron can't even see what's going on I mean, he, he could. I'm exaggerating. But we have really good clock management. We have a lot of throws toward the sideline, and it ends with Adams in the end zone to win with 10 seconds left. 
And it, this, this drive before the half just reminded me of that. Again, nothing's going our way on offense. You know, we're, we're fumbling the football. We're throwing interceptions. But defense is keeping us in it. And we have a really good drive to end the half. And we get down there, and we basically just run out of time, and we just have to take a field goal. We have an end zone shot with Adams. Question is, did Adams drop it? Was It was probably a throw a little bit up behind Adams, a little off the mark, but probably still could have hauled it in. I don't know. Uh, just that, that was the only thing we missed. And again, watching that Dallas drive, the drive against Dallas, that happened. We had an end zone shot to Adams. We missed it, and there was enough time. Rodgers was like, okay, it's there. We're just going to do that same play again. And they did the exact same play, and it's covered well, and, and it's just Rodgers putting it in a place that Adams makes an incredible catch. So it was kind of like, all right, if we had more time, that was probably going to be the result, but we had to kick with two seconds. So that was just that was a good feeling. And the question I have, I think that any Packers fan has, is the playoffs, is it all going to come together? You know, we've had games – where we've seen, where we, obviously we've seen the run game just go off, but we haven't seen a pass game. Or we've had games where, like, the passing is on fire. Like, like Aaron is just on fire, and the running game is abs- absent, and there's, like, no defense. And we've had games where we're all defense, but no offense. And this game against the Vikings, it was really one of a few games where we had stingy defense, and we had an effective run game. So we had two of the three pieces, and it, and it was just awesome. And it's just like, are we going to get that pass game? You know, are we going to get – and maybe without the turnovers, this game would have been – this game could have been a lot more. You know, if we hadn't, if we hadn't turned over to the ball, um, you know, we're probably scoring a few more times in this one. So, again, it's Aaron Rodgers' interviews. Um, doesn't have to be pretty. And – and we're wanting it to be pretty, but the result is a win, and maybe maybe that's the definition of this team. I don't know. You know, maybe this is the formula. I mean, look at the Ravens. The Ravens have won pretty all year, but they could face an opponent in the playoffs that just figures them out and really stumps them, and they, and they may struggle with that. I don't know. It's what I love about NFL. It's, it's about who's hot at the right time. And moving forward and being resilient is the word. So Packers 23 to 10 is the final score. Obviously, Zadarius Smith uh was just the he was a force to be reckoned with, but Packers coverage has to get credit too. I mean, Adam Thielen did I don't think he had a catch. And Diggs had Diggs had the most success against us. I mean, he had some big plays, um, some not really big plays. I mean, just some good plays. I mean, he had the scoring touchdown. He had a couple first downs, but but we really limited them the whole game. Obviously, no Dalvin Cook. So if if Cook or Madison are in there, that changes things. But we we really shut them down. And Zadarius just had some amazing plays. So game ball, no surprise. Zadarius, seven tackles, three and a half sacks, five tackles for a loss. My favorite one, he just he had like a double team on him. He just like bench pressed the guy off him 
and then just kind of ripped through the second guy. And as he's falling down, he just clips Kirk as Kirk Cousins is trying to escape. And he just gets the sack. It was awesome. It was the same drive as the interception. So we actually let – it was Diggs who got a big – it was like a third and 18 conversion. I think Diggs got it, and then Kirk forced one. Kevin King got the pick. But Smith gets a game ball. Um, got to give Aaron Jones a game ball. I don't have his stats on me. I know he had two rushing touchdowns, and like I think he had like a buck 69 or something like that. And Matt LaFleur gets a game ball. He's the first Packers coach in their first season to win the NFC North and clinch the playoffs. That's an amazing stat. You know, we achieved our goal to win the North. Now we have our eyes set on getting a bye and maybe getting home field, just maybe. So it's just exciting times to be a Packer fan. Next week we got Detroit. It's on the road. Detroit, they started off really strong. They were so they had they had a tie week one and they were two, two, and one when they played us the last time they lost. And then they got another win at one point. So they were three, three, and one, and they haven't won a game since. So this is the rundown of the, the Lions season. They lost to the Raiders by seven, lost to the Bears by seven, lost to Dallas by eight, lost to the Redskins by three, lost to the Bears by four, lost to the Vikings by 13, lost to Tampa Bay by 21, and last week they lost to the Broncos by 10. So they've been in these games. They have a, they have a good defense. Again, their, their coach was Belichick's boy, um, he was he was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots for many years. So he's got this team playing good defense, but he's he's honestly on the hot seat. They think the Detroit coaching job is going to be available. So it's a question of where – and I'm trying to remember his name, and I can see him with his beard. Matt Patricia. So Matt Patricia – Obviously, Matt Stafford's injury has to be a huge piece of this. They just haven't gotten rolling. I know Carrion Johnson got hurt. They now they're running with Bo Scarborough. Uh, their receivers are awesome: Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, uh, T.J. Hawkinson at tight end. So they've got some talent. Matt Prater, Sam Martin is their punter. Again, I love their special teams. But it just hasn't come together. So, um, again, that's a that could be an opening, and and we'll see where Matt Patricia, you know, if he stays in Detroit or if he ends up being the D coordinator somewhere, that'd be really interesting. But speaking of D coordinators, I love Matt Pettin, and I think I need to give him a game ball uh, for that defense. Uh, just a great performance. It's probably the best defensive performance of the year next to Chicago. I mean, maybe Chicago week one was kind of a, a precursor. Uh, there were some things we obviously had to sort out. It's kind of like my podcast, like my week one podcast. There were some things that I liked initially in my first ever pod, but there was definitely some things to tweak and work on. 
and now it just seems more fine-tuned and and I feel like that's like Patton like week one and maybe even his first season here like there were some good things right away but there were definitely some some things we had to kind of sort out and it's just good to see that so I'm excited for next week be sure to tune in hopefully my boys don't don't uh let me down I probably should just tell you don't get your hopes up these boys promise me things a lot of times I'm talking about the Robert and Cole are coming on the pod um don't get your hopes up worst case scenario I find someone else who's willing to do playoffs with me and we'll give you give you a pod because I know you're probably tired of hearing just one guy speak I know I I know I can be uh somewhat entertaining but I would like to treat everyone to just a panel and like to see how it goes so again hope you have a merry christmas and a happy new year and as always go pack go we'll see you next time